every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and talked about the power of masterminds. Today, for episode number 340, we are going to do a small talks episode on the proper way to set goals. 340. It's crazy, isn't up it? up there, Kev. A lot of consistency. What's going to happen so when, we, we jump into this- when we do five a week? That one's going to happen. I know, right? Which is coming up, maybe. By the way, little little unapologetic plug there. Before we jump into this episode on goal setting and how to properly set goals, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyperconscious nation. Folks, there's a couple things in that group. Number one, Kevin and I will be going live. Number two, we'll be asking questions. We'll be holding each other accountable. We have a weekly mastermind every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Zoom. You will be getting updates about that. And if you join the group and join the mastermind, you will be held accountable with everyone else who joins the mastermind. So yesterday, which was Monday, we had how many people? 13, 14 people. And we whiteboarded everyone's intentions for the week. So we do wins. We do, we feel the questions. We do bottlenecks and then we do intentions. So each week we'll be holding ourselves and the group accountable to their goals and to their intentions, which I think is a super powerful thing if you compound that week to week. I agree. And I think if you are focused on setting new goals and making sure that they're the right goals, I have two online training programs that will help you do that. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, maybe your goal is to start a podcast. You might not believe that's possible. I take you from step one to step probably 15, realistically on what you need to do. And then I have the hyperconscious mindset program where I take you from where I was three years ago to where I am today. And the five to six things that really, really made the biggest difference for me that I'm still doing today because they have the biggest return on their investment. So that is in the show notes as well as my bio on the gram and put in Jeff one and you'll get 20% off. (laughs) I got to build Kevin up here real quick. So Kevin and I were on a coaching call recently where we were helping two young ladies start their podcast And Kevin and I have learned so much on failing forward in the last three years. Imagine if you could skip so many of those steps. I've never purchased uh, an online training program that I regretted. I've spent legitimately thousands of dollars and Kevin's is not a thousand bucks. I think with 20% off, it's probably like 70 or something like that. Um, The hyperconscious mindset is 97. So whatever 20% of that is. And then the podcast is 127. So I think it's 97 after. For under a hundred bucks, both of them are under a hundred bucks. Under a hundred bucks, you're gonna skip so many steps and so many failures that we learned along the way. I've never regretted buying an online course, and I've bought several. I've literally spent thousands on my own personal development. So, you're never gonna regret spending money on your own personal. No, development. and they're legit. Want. Like both of them have, um, the the podcast one has like legitimate twenty minute screen caps of me going through every step. Right, right. It's got that, and then we have worksheets to print to print out to help you get clear. It shows the exact microphones we use and how to set them up. Like it's from zero to podcast. That's why it's called that. Powerful. All right, enough plugs. Let's talk. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So, 
why did you want to do this episode? So I said this in the mastermind, and this was one of the mo- most or more powerful things that I've realized or heard lately. I was listening to Bob Proctor. It was one of his um, seminars that they taped. And he said, most people set goals based on what they think they can get when they should be setting goals based on what they want. And for me, that was like, it really shook the snow globe because I've never really thought of it that way. Now, I can't think of many examples of when I set a goal because I wanted it versus because I thought I could get it. And that was like, a, that was a very big shift for me. And I was talking to Taryn about this last night. Like, I, I, I told you this. You'll remember this. I said, I want to have the most amazing relationship. And I said, I honestly believe I can do it. Right. That was my goal. My goal was to have the most amazing relationship. My goal was to have my girlfriend's friends be jealous of her because her relationship in the person that I was, and not in a bad way, but like that kind of relationship where it's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what that's like behind the scenes or are Inspiring. they really that happy? Yeah, that's my goal. Right. And right. with other things in life, I never really believed I could do it. I did believe this, but I didn't believe necessarily other things. So my question becomes why. What's interesting with Kevin and I is that prior to meeting Emilia, I remember we were on a team call, and you'll remember this, and I said, you sense so much self-doubt in me about this was way prior to me meeting Emilia. I think it was actually not way prior, probably two or three weeks prior. But I remember you said, like, you're not confident probably because you've never won in this arena. Yeah. But what's interesting is, like, I was so afraid to admit what I really wanted because I was afraid that that person didn't exist. And as soon as I admitted what I really wanted, I used to use the analogy of like, imagine wanting to buy a car, but you want a red Ferrari with black leather interior that also flies. And you're afraid that doesn't exist. You have to have the courage in advance to believe it's possible, even if you're uncertain. And, and I actually was very uncertain, but it did appear the person's places, things and ideas that will get you to that dream will only show up or you'll only notice them. Once you first decide in advance, I mean, you and I were talking about getting a coach soon in addition to all of our other coaches and mentors, because we really want to level up our game and go pro as coach Bert would say. Yeah. But I remember it's, I asked you like, do you want to try to have coach Bert be our coach and, or maybe Evan Carmichael and some other options. And you were like, well, I don't know how we do it. And I said that honestly, I, for me, as soon as I know you're in, I know that my mind will kind of go to work on that and the how will come later. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's really important. And and when it comes to like success, I feel like I'm good at that. But when it comes to other things, maybe not necessarily. So I think we should all be setting goals based on what we want, but I don't dude. that's a breakthrough for me too, because I didn't start doing that in my intimate relationship until I was 20, no, 31 years old. Well, put it this way. I was on the phone with, so I'm doing free half hour, podcast discovery style calls or I'll, I'll help you with anything I can in a half hour, help you right. get clarity. And one of the first things the person I spoke to today said was, I don't know if it's realistic, but, and I said, get out of here with that. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, right. I, that's not how we're starting this. We're going to start this with, I, I, what do you want? Tell me what you want. It's, we're not talking about whether it's possible or not, because it's only possible based on whether or not you want it. Right? Like, <laughs> and I think, but I think that's kind of the example of like, what people want seems so far away from what they think they're capable of getting because they've always been accepting what they could get versus reaching for what they want. It's me specifically. Right. But I'm sure a good percentage of people have been doing that versus, you know, 
you, for example, you didn't apply to a college because somebody told you that it was a waste of time. <coughs> yeah, she MIT. literally said to you, you won't get in, so don't waste your time, where you wanted to go, so you should have applied anyway. Such a big regret. Right. Yeah, dude. And what's interesting is that I did believe I could go. Right. But he, his belief I allowed to trump my belief. But, dude, I, I think that I've always been setting goals based on what I believe I could get to. I just maybe believed I could get True. bigger things. Yeah. And I had a, a mirror moment recently where Emilia and I really integrated dreams and realized that in some of her ambitions, they're way bigger than mine in certain regards. Yeah. And I know it's interesting because when I saw that, I immediately was like, that's totally possible. And it's, let's do it. And I immediately started going to work on it kind of in terms of the mastermind. But I couldn't agree more, man. If you don't decide in advance what you want and have the courage to really, I mean, Dr. Nikki Starr talked about this. Remember, she visualized that home on, on the beach in Malibu long yeah. before it became true. I mean, how many times have you heard stories like this where Jim Carrey had a check in his wallet? I have a check in my wallet right now. I don't know if I've told you this for a million dollars. I think I've seen, I don't know if I've seen, I think I have. Yeah. It's, it's written out to Alan Lazarus LLC, which is now Alan Lazarus Consulting, by the way. <laughs> but void. I wrote that to myself two years ago. The check is completely like Beat. destroyed. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because it's the wrong company. You're going to have to re reissue it anyway. <laughs> You're going to have to redo it. But like, that's the thing. It's just a matter of time. And, and figuring out how to make that happen is. But, but the other thing is this brokers. like, you're, it doesn't matter until it happens to, to a lot of people. Show that real quick. I like it. If you're on YouTube, it's all kind of. I don't. It looks like a rat chewed on it. Or something. <laughs> but it, isn't it kind of one of those things where it's like, it. I don't know that people see that before, because nobody knew who Jim Carrey was for him to show it off and be like, just so you know, eventually I'm going to do this. But when he goes back and says, I wrote. I remember I was in the Hollywood Hills looking at the houses. I wrote a check for ten million dollars and I said I had a year to get it. And then I got what was it, Dumb and Dumber? Or the mask, or whatever yeah. it was. I think it was Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's a great movie. By and the now way. he's Jim Carrey. If he if he didn't do that and write that check to himself, would he be Jim Carrey? But the, it, the, at least not in the Jim Carrey we know. And the other thing too is, what if he wrote a check for himself for ten million dollars and he ended up getting a part for five million? That's still better than him not doing it and then getting no parts or getting a part for one million. I, I think that, and we talked about this. Uh, we're going to talk about this on Friday when you have a higher level of awareness, your reflections, you get more out of them. Not only more feedback, but you get more takeaways, more lessons. When we were talking recently, I said that, I used the analogy of like, if you made $50,000 last year, and your goal is to make more money, and you say, I just want to make $75,000, versus saying, I want to make $150,000, even if you fail at your goal, you still will probably accomplish more than you would if, if you just settled. Right. And eventually you will make 150000 Well, all that is, in, using this as an example, that is saying what you think you can get versus what you want. It's the only right. difference. It's the only difference. I have a very short story oh boy. that I've never shared before. Kevin. We have four minutes on the clock. We have four minutes. Okay. So I don't know if I've even told you this, Kev. Oh, boy. Uh, and the reason why is because I need to keep this anonymous. But I have a mentor of mine. So I've told the listeners that I, I set a goal a long time ago. I was 26 after that car accident. I set a goal to be a millionaire by 30. Actually, I had that goal way earlier, earlier in college. But millionaire by 30, billionaire by 60. Okay? I missed millionaire by 30. And I told the story about how people were texting me saying sorry or whatever, when in reality, I think they were kind of slighting me. Probably. But whatever. So the point is this. 
Are you willing, once you set that goal, though, to do whatever it takes? I actually did have a chance to be a millionaire by 30. Yeah. And I never told, I, did I tell you this? I, I think, think I might have. You were, you and I were sitting on the porch and I had just gotten home from a meeting and I was, I was with one of my main mentors who is an extremely successful technology company executive. And he said, Alan, if I gave you a million dollars today in five years, what could you make that? And he said that he knows someone, a group of, of guys, a group of billionaires that, <clears throat> said verbatim, there is no shortage of capital. There is only a shortage of projects. And he offered to get me a meeting for some of my dreams. And I remember telling you that on the porch. You remember this? Mm -hmm. And this was before I turned 30. And I remember having to make a conscious choice that I don't want to be someone else's I don't want anyone to be my boss. I would rather take my free time and not have anyone else's hands in my cookie jar. So I don't want to go for investment right now. Now, in hindsight, that was a mistake. I should have went and learned from that and I should have met those people. And then I think I was afraid I wouldn't have been able to say no. Understandable. But the point is this. I believe the universe gave me my opportunity to be a millionaire by 30 and I consciously chose that that's not what I wanted because I was afraid of what I'd have to give up to get it. Do you remember? I don't even know if we can talk about this, so I'll, I'll talk high level. But remember <laughs> when you got the opportunity to participate in a trash television show? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, but remember how, how difficult right. of a conversation that was? Dude, that was so hard. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about that either. But yeah, Kevin and I were like, yeah, man, I don't think we can do this. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm not to find a new co-host, man. Like, what is... What is dude, right. You're yeah, walking yeah. around but naked dude, on television. But that's the thing. The universe did provide me opportunities. And yeah. they, those people um, for this show actually offered... Like, they literally said everyone who goes on these shows gets millions of followers. Like, they promised me these big promises. Um, and there was one other time I got cast for something that I didn't want to do as well. But that's the thing. The universe will give you the opportunities, and then it's going to be up to you to have the courage to stay congruent with your core values, which... Is not always easy. No, but that is, I think that's part of the, the side of goal setting that people don't necessarily talk about. Like there are pitfalls along the way that might, they might get you the result, one of the results of the goal you've set, but it's not going to get you everything. But are the byproducts what you wanted? Right. Right. Like or, you and I talked about how that's not how I want to be exactly. perceived, that yeah. reality TV show. Because right. I don't even watch reality TV. Right. That's not congruent. If that was, that was the funny part. Wrong. I was like, Alan, have you ever watched the show? You're like, no, it can't be that bad. I said, this is going to be the worst thing you've ever seen in your entire life. So we, we got McDonald's and we yeah. sat and watched an episode of this. And it, we didn't, I don't think we made it through the whole episode. It was brutal. Brutal. It was brutal. But I think, brutal. It's, I think it's a great lesson. And I, I honestly think you should tell that story more because that's valuable. Both of those. I really appreciate that. Both of those. Because that's difficult. Dude, it's courage to set the goal and then it's courage to know when it's not congruent. Yeah. I know that I had opportunities. There's one other time where I got offered a VP of sales position for all of the Americas and I said no to it. And I was actually landscaping for money on the side because I didn't want to have a boss. I just didn't want to have, I didn't want to give up my freedom. Yeah. For money, because well, and, I've done that before. Yeah, but it's and it's also like, you know, it, when you're clear on your goal, we got to go in a couple minutes. But when you're clear on your goal, the other, this is what Dave Meltzer says. He doesn't make decisions. He doesn't have to. It's either right. it's either aligned or it's not. If it's not aligned, I don't do it. But that's only based on his clarity, dude. That's a powerful topic. We should do at some point. Yeah, I remember when we were on a coaching call with Dave. I said. You should always make your decisions based on your core values, not based on what your feelings are in the moment. And 
one good example is like if fitness is a core value, you go to the gym, even though you don't feel like it, because that's what you do. And what's interesting is you don't have decision fatigue as much. Remember when Anthony truck said that about Brendan Burchard and about Eric Thomas, he said, these guys don't make decisions. They already are the thing. Right. They just, they're so aligned with their core values that they don't have the same decision fatigue of like, I don't know which option to choose. And that's again, a whole nother episode. But I think the takeaway here would be have the audacity that's my word. To say what your heart really wants in advance. I have one quote that I think will resonate with the listeners that I'll say after you, but what do you want the 10-second blip to be? <laughs> the 10-second blip. For me, it really is. It's the Bob, Pro- the Bob Proctor quote. I have such trouble with that name. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's set your goals on what you want, not what you think you can get. And I think your entire life will be different because if you don't have a history of getting, of setting goals and then accomplishing them, you're going to think what you're capable of achieving is probably pretty mini- minuscule. Right. If, if it's based on just your immediate environment, then that's all you'll see. Right. The, te- the 10 second blip I would have is probably exactly 10 seconds. Denzel Washington, it's his, not mine. True desire of the heart for anything good is God's proof to you in advance that it's already yours. So if it tickles your heart, have the courage to write it down. Brian Tracy calls it the magic wand. Probably write it tw- down. 12 seconds, probably. It's 12? Probably about 12. T- I don't have any t- way to find out because the timer's been done for a minute here. But t- Time in the kit. It's okay. It's okay. All right. got to dial it in. Yeah, we got to figure it out. i got to be on another show here in 20 minutes, so i got to figure out my lighting here. Alan wouldn't let me do it before this episode. The Living Ahead podcast. The Living Ahead it's podcast, yes. yes. Very. I think we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. Very... Um, very appropriate for some conversations we had today, but I'm very much looking forward to that. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Long, awkward pauses. All right, we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go now. <laughs> so on Friday, um, you're going to hear us talk about the seven signs that you're growing. So if you've listened to our episodes where we've done Growing Pains 1, 2, 3, and 4, Oh, Every yeah. single one had a different vibe to it. Every single one was, you know, some were relationships, some were friends, some were, you know, traveling and being burnt out after travel and all that. This is a, a new one. There's new challenges. It's going to resonate with some people. I think either way, it's a good preview of what's possible for you. And I think it's a good reflection for maybe you go back and listen to one, two, and three and say like, all right, let's see what kind of growing pains maybe I've already been through or, or which ones I can kind of expect to get in the future. I think it's synchronistic too as a next rep to this episode because this is having the audacity to say what you actually want rather than what you believe you can get. True. The next episode is what you can expect when you're right. actually on the path in terms of the growing pains. Right. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this. We hope you will enjoy that. And we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.